Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Don't Make Me Come Back There. We are a funny podcast about family. My name is Dustin Nickerson, and I am a comedian and the host of the aforementioned podcast. Mm -hmm. And I'm alongside Stephen English, comedian and producer of the aforementioned podcast. Thank you, Backseaters, for tuning in. Uh, We are back in the studio right now. (laughs) By the studio, I mean in the minivan. Yeah. Old Rusty, across the street from the La Jolla Comedy Store, recording uh, our introduction for today's set. Under the light of the AT&T mobile sign. Well, here's the thing. People don't know about this. You can park here for free. (laughs) Don't tell a lot of people, man. Well, you know, we don't park in the Vaughn's parking lot. No, do not. Say goodnight if you're talking there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've cool. already, I saw a co- I saw two cop cars in the Vaughn's parking lot. Good night and yeah. good luck. That's yeah. the only crime there is in La Jolla: illegal parking <laughs> and probably like tax fraud. Right? Yeah, high end Avo- avoisions. Avoisions? Yeah, tax avoisions. You need to you need to slow down, <laughs> guys. We have an alert! 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 We have a non-comic episode. Praise <laughs> the <laughs> Lord! That's <laughs> 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 is always it's is rare. Yeah. What is this? Our let's see. We had second. Uh, Megan Batoon. Oh, okay, third, I guess. Uh, and she was Annie, a half episode. Annie F and Downs. Annie F and Downs. Yeah. Was that it? Yeah. Are, are those the only non comics that we've done? Well, me. I mean, we I've have a non comic producing now. the show. Man, <laughs> you beat me to that one. Uh, today yeah. we have Chris Allen. Chris Allen is a singer. Hello. And a songwriter. Hello. And uh, he was the winner. Of a little a little program called American Idol. Okay. Season eight. All right. We gotta we gotta we know this isn't just a nobody. No, no, no. He's not one of us. <laughs> it's an actual somebody. It's a real dude. Yeah. Season eight, right. winner. He's a great dude. So if you guys don't know Chris, Chris is fantastic and it's a really interesting conversation. Um you can follow Chris on all of his social media at Chris Allen. That is Chris with a K, K R I S Allen. That's got two L's in it. Uh and then uh he is the same except with a little underscore on Instagram. Oh, okay. That's K R I S underscore. Underscore. The full word. You have to spell out underscore. Is, is that correct? correct. That's absolutely you do not need to do that. <laughs> Um, Chris and I met the day of the podcast. It's as always, you know, it's an interesting thing. We've had a couple guests where I've met them. Actually, no, I don't know if we have. Angela. Angela I had met once before. Oh, that's true. But not for very long. And I was nervous on the Angela one. Yeah. And Chris, uh, we set this up when I was out in Nashville. I was there doing the Nashville Comedy Festival and he graciously agreed to it. He's a fan of comedy and he's a fan of podcasts and I think that's why he agreed to it. He came over to the comedy condo, which is a world he didn't know anything about. Right. He's used to staying in like five star hotels. Well, you know, he does you know, we talk a little bit about the road and he you know, not super into it and it's part of the reason that he got off of it, but we talk a lot of family stuff. But he certainly didn't know anything about comedy condos. Notice any only people know anything about comedy condos are comedians and fans of this podcast. And maids. And like, and maids. Yeah. Oh, you poor, poor <laughs> yeah. maids. The yeah, the <laughs> the unluckiest maids of all time. I think a comedy condo may be the only thing in a munchie mug can't help. Mm, I'm, I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> you didn't see that coming. I did not see it coming. And you know what? It could help. <sighs> it could it really help. Could. Yeah, I was gonna say I was, I was on the fence. It would about just be holding you. sleeping pills <laughs> and whatever, <laughs> whatever. I was just, yeah, just, Zoloft's for oh, the flights. Oh, just our, yeah. those. Oh, uh, what a uh, munchie mug can help anything because this is what a munchie mug does. It makes your life less messy, <laughs> which means if you're a maid, it makes your life a lot easier. If you're a maid. <laughs> 
at a family that has munchy mugs, what are you even getting paid for? I guess just looking at kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Washing the munchy mug, which is not hard. Just putting All the you do is putting yeah. that at the top rack of the dishwasher. <laughs> you guys, if you don't know about Munchy Mug, it is our wonderful sponsor. And uh, you can check out all their amazing spill-proof cups yeah. at uh, munchymug.com. It's made here in the USA. It's a I great love. product. You can get lots of different varieties. It's going to hold us. It's going to make your life less messy, and everybody could use that. Yeah. Uh, free shipping. And not only is that a great deal, when you go in there and you when you're ordering, you're at checkout. Mm-hmm. There's a little thing right there. So you have a promo code? Most people don't. What what do you, what do you listen to? What what pod, what's a popular podcast? What do you listen, what do you to? listen to? My what, favorite murderer. No, what's the uh, what's uh, serial? Uncle Phil, what not? Oh, Doctor Phil. Duncan. Well, yeah. What do you listen to? Steve Harvey. You know, no. What do you listen to? Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. <laughs> Uncle Phil was the guy from the show. Yeah. Uncle Phil was. Uh, what are you listening? Yeah. yeah the Fresh Prince. You can watch Fresh Prince or listen to Doctor Phil. You're not getting right. this promo code. You're only getting it right here. And you right. type in a "Don't make me." Don't make me. And you're getting 25 percent off your order. Make Ooh. sure you guys do that. So we do this from the comedy condo, and we really get into it. we talk marriage. So Chris and I have a lot in common. Yeah. He got married young. Mm-hmm. They had kids young. Mm-hmm. Uh, married his high school sweetheart, mm-hmm. and it's still working out. Yeah. Which is great. Because, uh, you know, a lot of your 30s is just like, oh, new friends getting divorces. Right. It's just a lot of it. 100%. And, uh, you know, it was it was a fun, interesting chat. So it's interesting to meet somebody um, who you have a ton in common with, even though you haven't. And so it's uh, we hadn't met before, spent any time together. Or yeah. knew one another existed. <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, I knew who he was, but yeah. he certainly didn't know didn't who know I you was. Were, yeah. So, yeah, I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. You just came from a Padres game. I did. Which is a wonderful live uh, experience. Good shows, with ex- with the exception of the games. But they're playing okay right now, right? They're playing okay, yeah. It's just a great uh, great stadium, and uh, we get... That's what bad teams have to do. No, they don't have to. Yeah, that's true. They don't have to. But that's why you go to Padres games. But the Padres, Padres games are just fantastic because the stadium is really good. And uh, I don't mean to brag, but we get box seats. Oh, my god! When we go to the games. We're sitting in the box. Because of my wife, like a, <laughs> like a box. I have nothing to like do with it. Like you brought a box and it's uh, in we're the, sitting in a in, the in a big. In the we take a park. fridge box. Yeah, fri- well that's spacious. And we sit out on the 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 park. And you of the actually park. don't yeah. disassemble it, like. No, 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 like no. Dorothy's we're sitting inside of it. On your shoulders. No, we're sitting inside of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stacked on top, total pole style. That is bringing. She gets that through her work. We yeah, we get through through work. We get to sit in the box, which is like, and I've taken uh, we've taken her niece and nephew that are twins that the yeah. only time they've been to the games have one time i took them myself i took ronan to a game just in like the cheap seats that i could afford right and every other time he's been in the box and he was like a young kid then so since yeah. then he's only been in the box he's never going to be able to watch baseball yeah you can't go back this happened to me this last week i uh um there's just no non Awful way to say this, but my agent mm. uh, reached out to me and said, hey, you're in Boy. Nashville. Do you want to go see Kiss? And I'm like, well, yeah. Sure. Yeah, of course. Of course I want to see Kiss. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is no brainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you mean the band that's not known for their great songs, but their amazing live performance? <laughs> right. Yeah. The only way to actually watch Kiss would yeah. be live. Yeah, the best. You got the best. Right. And then uh, we watched it from my agency suite. I can never. First off, I about a year ago checked out of general admission. I'll never go. I'll never go right. to a concert this GA again. Never. Right. Right. I want to see. I don't even go to movies now that don't have assigned seats. <laughs> right. I, I, I will feel not. You. Yeah. Like in a couple of weeks, I guess around the time that this is coming out, 
Endgame will come out, the new Avengers. Yeah. I will it, see it the Monday after it comes out. Oh, I'm seeing it Sunday. Ooh, I'm going to spoil it for you. Uh, <laughs> Turn your phone off because I'm going to text you everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just send like a I'll be live emojis. tweeting. Yeah, I'll be live tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, uh, it was uh, in the suite. Um, you know, there's food, unlimited LaCroix. Yeah. Just yeah. the spot. <laughs> You don't deal with any of the. Do you have your own bathroom? You have your own bathroom, own bathroom too, bathroom. which is the best. That's that's the only reason that I like it. Honestly. Yeah, there's no. You don't deal with the commoners. No, no. You know, and had you, sunflower it's a legitimate seeds. I was great spitting. Oh. I was spitting over the thing just yeah. onto the people who just Gene had normal Simmons seeds. Blood yeah. and my sunflower seeds. <laughs> I snuck the sunflower seeds in right so that I could spit on man. them. Um, it was the greatest live show I've ever seen. And yeah. now, but I'm like the thought of going back to a non-suite. Ugh. Oh, forget about it. With these peasants? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I can't. Yeah. I see for my agency, sweet. And it's, it's you know it's, it, the weird part is they they actually spell it S W E E T. <laughs> That's how. It's actually way off. It's S U I E E T E. Like committee where it has yeah. like a bunch of def, d- double Easy. words. Easy, sweet C. Yeah. It's way. <laughs> uh, I did see Shazam. We talked about that one before. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun for my eleven-year-old. Was like exactly the best movie I've ever seen. Exactly, I took the other tw- the twins. Yeah, the boy twin loved it. What What I like about Shazam is it it channels the fantasy of what if you were a superhero, right? And that's what that's a little what, kid would think about. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Well, just who reads comic books? Exactly. You know. Yeah. Not nerds like. I didn't, I, I didn't. I didn't wake up early. Ago. I didn't wake up early today to to read some things that Jimmy Calloway had uh, recommended on oh the podcast. Mutual friend of the podcast, Jim, Jimmy the Worm <laughs> at Jimmy the Worm. Acquaintance. Yeah, he hasn't made it to good friend no. or uh, best friend. Six six months from now, though, he'll probably be married to this podcast. Yeah, that's, that's you're a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. You know, things we won't be able to keep getting Chris Allen at that point. <laughs> no, guys, we uh, so appreciate when you guys do reviews for us, and we appreciate it when you come see me at live shows. I appreciate that. Oh, hello, Memorial Day weekend. I'll be in Sacramento. Make sure you check all that those details out. Um, well, let me read a new review for you. Um, I like this one right here. Uh, this is from Clue Supporter. I love listening to Dustin's interviews and the intros with producer C. <gasps> Ooh, so That's funny me. and so clean. Mm, I love hearing the guest backstories and their childhood connections. This is the only podcast that I subscribe to and make sure I listen to it week after week. Mm. Thank you so much. That's really That's nice. That's absolutely very, very nice. And then a lot of we're getting a lot of new listeners who heard me on the Human Being Tour, which is nice. Uh, I like this one a lot here. Uh, I look forward to riding in the backseat each week. Did on we brand. read this one already? On I like that. Dustin gets me every time with that freaking munchie mug advertisement. <laughs> yep. I'm um, about ready to buy one just to say I bought one. <laughs> like maybe we should start a munchie mug club. Love the conversation at the beginning between Steven and Dustin and the time. And at times the laughs from the wife in the background. Oh, a little shout out Mel right okay. there. Hopefully one day I can see y'all in person. Well, you sure can. I don't know where you live. Uh, that's from Hot Cat. Dustin's address is, so just stop by 4-9-7-6. I don't know if I need seven, this six. in my life. This is from Hot Cat. Oh, hot cath. Okay, well, my address is mm, then. Send pics. We'll send pics. <laughs> Give you my address. Oh, uh, it's uh, guys. These are the reviews on iTunes. Please <laughs> rate and review all of those things. If it's nice. If not, then lie. Right. 
because that's the right thing to do. Also, you know, give us a follow on all the social media. I'm at Dustin Nickerson. This guy's at Mr. English Comedy. Uh, And uh, send us emails that don't make me come there back. Don't make me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me come back there at gmail.com. I'm tired and I have to go shake some hands and kiss some babies (laughs) at the end of the show. Enjoy this episode with Chris Allen, everybody. We'll see you. Well, that's a good place to start. I would love to hear about your experience singing in church growing up. So you grew up in Little Rock. I grew up right outside of Little Rock, um, next to the Air the Air Force Base in Jacksonville. Were you military family? My parents' parents were. So your grandparents. My, that's, I think that's what <laughs> that's, that's the official called. term of that's that. The, <laughs> that's what the books call that. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, my parents were not. Neither, neither, neither of my parents were. Okay, were your grandparents in? Is that what brought your parents to Little Rock, that area? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you grew up in Little Rock, uh, brothers, sisters. What's the what's the home life? I have a little brother. He is, I say little. He's bigger than me. He is <laughs> thirteen months younger than me. Yeah. So we were we were pretty like, we were kind of like twins. Oh, so pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as far as like age wise, yeah, we like mom dressed us exactly the same. <laughs> we were we had the same friends. Like we were only a grade apart, right? So this sounds like a when um, uh, a, you know, a naive West Coaster like me. Uh-huh. This sounds like what I assume Southern all families Southern are. families are. <laughs> we're all wearing seersucker <laughs> like shirt, like overalls. And we are just... And then matching church outfits. Matching church outfits, all of it. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I But I will say like we did not grow up in a very... Uh, I wouldn't say... Like, but that was not us. Even though my, that was some of what me and my parents were doing, but yeah. it wasn't... It you guys, was exactly it was a part of it, but it wasn't everything? No, I would say me and my brother have turned out like... Uh, my parents, I th- I think, are very proud of us, but I'm a musician and my brother is a gymnast. I wouldn't say that we are like the typical Southern no, family. No, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would. Your brother's a gymnast? Gymnast slash cheerleader slash uh, coach, choreographer. Like professionally? Yeah, he does it all. And he's, he's a big guy? He's, uh, he's really strong. He's a little bit, I'm not a big guy, but he's a little taller than me. But he just works out a lot (laughs) and can do like the flips and all that stuff. And it's just I can't even do a handstand. I can't touch my toes. None of it. And he is just he could stand in this living room right here and do like a flip with a twist in it. And it's insane. You're like, how are we related? Yeah, I usually say that. um, (laughs) And I've been saying that since probably he was born. Yeah, because he's he was the center of attention guy. Sure. Yeah. And he was the younger one. And it, was yeah. ju- it was just you two. Yeah, it was just So us he two. was the baby yeah. who literally did flips so he could get attention. Yeah, he would do them. Like, I would have friends. We would be at the movies. And my friends would be like, who is that doing flips down the aisle <laughs> during the movie? And I'm like, hide. I'm just hiding my face. That was me. Yeah. Was he a musician, though, or was that all you? So uh, he's actually, uh, he didn't grow up being a musician like I did, but he is a great singer, actually. Oh, so he gets that too. Yeah, it so came from like, our dad. You're like, really? You get that too? Right, exactly. <laughs> and he's a dancer. Like, he wanted to be the Justin Timberlake. Oh, I see. I, yeah. I remember perming his hair 
when we were this kids. This is a joke. I'm not you, kidding. <laughs> I permed his hair. You permed with, your brother's hair. I permed. We, me and my you mom are not permed my brother's hair. You are not the typical southern phone. No, we are not. <laughs> no, not one bit. I, I don't, when I think about stereotypes, I don't think about <laughs> mom and big brother getting around to perm mm, little brother's just hair. Just putting the cap on, pulling the hair out, <laughs> dyeing it up. Yeah, that was a real thing I'm that happened. I'm crying laughing. That, that, that's so That's funny. a real thing. I wanted that to be recent, too. Like, that was like six a, months ago. Yeah, exactly. No, he has no hair now. Oh, well, there you <laughs> See that you get one thing on him. You can't per- ever perm your hair or you will lose. Is that true? I don't know. I was going to say, I think JT still mean? got it. I don't He still has hair. <laughs> so you guys have... Uh, that's one thing that I'm... I, uh, I don't want to say I'm 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 jealous of, but I'm always really curious, mm-hmm. and um, I just love like when siblings are close growing up and yeah. then stay close. Like, are you and your brother still relationally close? Do you yeah. talk a lot or? Yeah, we do. I mean, we does he are, live here in Nashville or he does not? He lives. He still lives in Little Rock. Okay. Um, like he lives next to my parents, and we talk quite a bit. I would say, um, we are really close. I would say personality wise, we are so different Mm -hmm. and so we do like we but we've been button heads our whole lives um but i you know if if anything if anybody messes with him though like yeah it's over like i'm allowed to fight with him but nobody exactly that's what that's all that's what it is and and we love each other we both have kids that are like close to the same age that's great so yeah we're really close that's fantastic yeah me and my sister have um so i have one sibling like you but she's Almost three years older, which okay. I remind her of all the time because, you know, <laughs> it's like cool to be older when you're young. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But not when you're. No. No. It's kind of like my wife has always like looked very young, which in high school she would yeah. get made fun of for. Yeah. And, and now it's like, oh, looking young, huh? You don't get teased for that anymore. <laughs> that's how that's how my wife is. Really? She looks. Yeah. She's looked 15 and she's, I won't say how old she is, but like, <laughs> it doesn't so matter. She's 32. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not, yeah. She's not that old. And we don't get she that has many three listeners. kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she still looks like 17. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. And uh, which did, when did you guys meet? Um, this is, so I always preface this. This is really disgusting. Okay. And we met. <laughs> We started dating in high school. Oh, so did we. Really? Yes. Okay. Oh, we so have you so much know. in common. You know. Uh, why do you think it's disgusting? So I, I think to the outside world it is a little bit. I think people are like, you've been with the same person since you were how old? Yeah. And, um, But for me, I look around and I go and I have friends that are yeah. still searching for the one, quote unquote. Right. And um, I'm like... I got mine, you know, <laughs> and that that feels good. Yeah, that's you know? that's you know what I I do know what you mean. I don't know if I like. Sometimes I do feel almost apologetic. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I, that's probably why I even yeah. say that because it is peculiar. Everyone's like, really? Oh yeah, since high school. Yeah, but and you're like Ugh. when we went out to you know when I was on when I was on Idol when because we were married when I did the show. And we were we had just gotten married, and they were like, "How old are you? And how long have you guys been together?" Yeah. And everyone in L.A. was like, "You guys are idiots." Yep. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, this is just my reality." Right. Yeah. Why is it? <laughs> it was amazing how uh, the very first open mic I ever did, 
I went and it was in San Diego. It was a Madhouse Comedy Club. And, and you know, I, I was older when I started comedy. I was 27 and we had two kids at the okay. point. But then I had dinked around in various other professions. And um, I went and I remember I was talking to the bartender slash comic. And I was just trying to, like, get a feel for how comedy clubs worked and booking. Yeah. And, and the guy goes, uh, oh, so you're married? And I go, yeah. And he goes, well, you should probably get the divorce now. Whoa. And, you know, because it's just not going to work out if you're married. And I was like, why is this industry so anti-marriage? Yeah. You know? <laughs> totally. That happened to me. Yeah? Yeah. They were like, hey, we sh- we don't want anyone to know that you are married whenever I was on what? the show. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to hide. <laughs> hide <laughs> hey, my <honey>. wife. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you not come to the shows? Yeah. And can you just unless add, she gets like a terminal disease now you're ooh. gonna yeah now that's good that's more AGT I think honestly <laughs> now it's a good narrative you know unless they feel like it gets right. help ratings yeah ah uh, you're just uh, another boring white guy with a wife Ugh. that's 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 all I am you really. still did well on the show you right. <laughs> I did okay yeah I what, did all right you were season eight season eight season eight season eight two thousand nine that's the only and way what was that Simon I can remember like that. I'm sorry I'm just kidding you. Did did it i told you before and you did it i'm so oh man you did it it's you know what the equivalent to that is because the, i have a show coming out uh in where i was like i did some stuff with uh kevin hart and so i'll have okay. that equivalent coming yeah. out soon but the the equivalent question for us is uh uh so how'd you get into comedy or how right. did you start writing jokes or how do you come up with your material and you're like please Never ask again. Yeah. I have so many. You've already asking me to hide my wife. There's not there's not a right answer <laughs> no. for any of that stuff. And it's always a pretty boring answer. And it's super boring. Yeah. It's y- the same way with music. Yeah. <laughs> it's so boring. I mean it's not, but like yeah. I think they expect it to be a cool answer. I I think they expect you to be like like your dad got you like a little piano. And like you wrote a song on day one or something like that. <laughs> like it was just some, yeah, not something that I assumed you worked hard and practiced at, and it's yeah. been a hard part of your a part of your life, but not your whole life. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, like, <laughs> absolutely. I would love to. I've th- actually thought about setting up like a during writing sessions and setting up like my phone and just videotaping the whole thing, the five six hours, however long it is, and people realizing how how like boring it is <laughs> you know and it's good and i enjoy it yeah you know and i you know you're like racking your brain for ideas and melodies and all that stuff yeah but it people you would get really tired of it if yeah. you were just watching for, oh, as an gosh, outsider yeah. you think you want to see it but you don't i don't think you do and maybe it's the same way coming up with jokes i don't know well you know the you know it's 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 really boring. It really is because most of it you go, um, let me try and be practical here. Let me think of what is the, uh, Oh, here's a, this is it. I go, uh, written a recent idea I had. This was like in the last day or two. I had the thought about, I remembered in my childhood how I never knew my, I grew up with my dad and my uncle. Okay. It was my home. And, uh, my uncle would always say you need to put a little elbow grease in it. Right. And I always remember not knowing what elbow grease was. I still don't know what elbow <laughs> grease is. I've been hearing that my whole life. And that's the thing. I just assumed it was a, the actual product. Right. Because like, is that, 
yeah. is that under the sink or yeah, where is that where do i get to is it like wd-40 why is it on the elbow yeah <laughs> yeah why did they name it this you can't do a lot with your elbow yeah well yeah exactly because <laughs> it, it to me elbow grease sounds like arm and hammer or like it sounds okay. like another product right. that i could and so that's the genesis of an idea and then i run it by another comic and i write out the bits and i go what do you think of this is this is it? do you like that and then it bombs on stage once or twice and then you <laughs> work on it a little bit and then it starts working and yeah. then it's done it's yeah. so boring it's yeah. not good but that's Just, part of it but though. wait till the joke's finished you'll like it so much more yeah <laughs> maybe that joke probably will bomb long term but <laughs> but that I, I I like that people are interested in the process, but I think what people don't realize is, you know, like, uh, as is the case, like you like paintings, you don't want to watch them paint. I don't think you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's especially like a long one. It just takes. It just come to a show and enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Or you know now anymore, uh, our whole art form is on uh, on Netflix. So apparently you That's can just true. watch it there. Just watch it on Netflix. <laughs> Is it, is, I don't think we, I mean, I guess we have Spotify. That's all we have. Yeah. Or Apple Music. Where, that's an interesting thing because I, I always uh, feel feel for musicians, you know, because, uh, you know, the I know how little I pay for Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> do, but you pay for it. I do pay for oh, it, yeah. Yeah, but I just, I mean, I pay per month what I would used to pay for one album. Of any right. one album, like yeah, when I would yeah. grow up and I would go to Tower Records, you know, and buy my Offspring CDs. Uh, <laughs> that's when and I Everclear. Yeah, exactly. That's when I started having <laughs> buying power. You know, like I was listening to grunge, but I was young. You know, kind of grew up yeah, Seattle in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, you grew up in Seattle. Yeah, but I didn't have buying power yet when you know when they were all popular. So I caught that next wave of like <laughs> you didn't get the like Pearl Jams. Yeah, you no, got, no. I would listen to my sisters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You weren't buying Pearl Jam. No, no, no. I, I was buying Green Day a right. couple of years later. Okay. You know. Like the Dookie record. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or small like a you know, Jimmy Eat World. Okay. You know, those kind of Yeah. It that was that was uh, that was not what I grew up listening to. What did you grow up listening? to? I grew to? up listening to R and B music. <laughs> I swear, no, there's no way that that's why. I, I you I could have guessed seventeen genres there's before like, I'd have said R and B. There's two different things that. So like the first CD that I ever bought that my mom let me buy at Hastings. Did you have Hastings? No, what's Hastings? No, it's like a it was like a blockbuster slash books a million thrown into one thing i don't know what a, so books a million just being a bookstore type it's thing. Like, like a bookstore and they sold music as well okay yeah so you could buy like you could buy records there we didn't have record stores we had yeah we had like an everything store well you know <laughs> seattle's a little cooler than little rock it's way, <laughs> as far as music goes as far as music goes for sure and probably a few other and things, many but. other things um <laughs> but yeah was, my first cd ever was crazy sexy cool by, by tlc, TLC. <laughs> That should be a question on every interview. I should. What was your first album you ever bought? I should not have have owned that record at that age. No, it was too. What's the red provoc- light special? What's the red- I'm just singing in my room. <laughs> red light special, and yeah. I'm way too young. Your for brother's that. really dancing to He's it. He's just <laughs> really dancing. My parents are like probably like, what's he listening to? In there? <laughs> yeah. Was it just because that was what was popular, or was it like a like a rebellious thing, or was it like a? I think I really liked it. You yeah, know? and I really and you just like the way it sounded. I like the way it sounded. I I loved that type of music. I loved like Boys to Men. Yeah, that was my jam. Yeah, um, all that stuff. I love it so much. I don't know why. 
and then later on i got into the jimmy world so yeah all that well stuff. you don't get to choose what resonates with you no you know not at all like yeah you, you just something and 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 something hits you for whatever reason and even if it doesn't like i was like the I was when Rage came out, Rage Against the Machine. It was like a yeah. life changer for me. Yeah. But I couldn't resonate less with the lyrics. Really, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, absolutely. I was, like, I was like, I don't got any real qualms with the man. I'm 15. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm a, I'm not like a child of privilege, but I also don't like, I don't, uh, I don't. None of yeah, this yeah. means it. But man, do I like the way it sounds. You were just that was my red light special. Absolutely was f you. you I won't do what you told me. Totally. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But I feel like my as far as what I was listening to was just all over the board. That was like the first stuff that I started listening yeah. to. Yeah. And then I've spent time in music stores and fell in love with everything. Like so yeah, Radiohead, all of it. It's wonderful. Yeah, I like that because. Uh, yeah, if I mean I've listened to your stuff and I'm a fan, I like it. Uh, but if I would have never said, you know, this guy's early influences, TLC, <laughs> TLC, <laughs> yes. And then I met, I met Chili, yes, the night that I that I won the show, yeah. And she was there at some at the finale party, yeah. And we danced together on a pool. I'm sorry, what? I swear. My <laughs> wife was like, go ahead. <laughs> well, obviously, you got to do this. <laughs> you dance with Chile. And, and like 16-year-old you is like, well, pe- I peaked. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Everything is downhill from here. While your wife watches. All right. This is She was around. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Yeah. So you and your wife, then you're in Little Rock. Uh, mm. She's. Uh, you guys go to the same high school. How we do did. you? Yeah. We we actually like. So we've been. We actually went to the same elementary school. Okay, so you've known her your I've whole life. I've known her forever. I knew her brother more than I knew her for forever, and because uh, he was a year older than me, and she was a year younger than me. Okay. And I'm not talking to the kids that are younger than me. Not at that's all. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's like getting married young. And Disgusting. Then, and then, and yeah, I think probably like 15, 16, she, uh, I was like, oh, that girl's really cute. Mm-hmm. And we were in orchestra together. Yes. Yes. She yes. played She played second violin and I was like first or second chair viola. Yeah. And you were first. So yeah, we, you can brag. You don't need to. Well, there was, it would swap back and forth. Oh, yeah. And she was like first or second chair, second violin, if you know how like the orchestra. Oh yeah, I was an orchestra. Okay, I played bass. Nice. Yeah. So we have really random things in common. Yeah, that you? is super <laughs> random. And so we would sit like almost next to each other. Oh yeah. And we would go to all state and yeah. all region together. I like that there's somebody who because there's always like a little friendly competition in the chairs. Oh yeah. And I like that somebody was once. Uh, like oh no I'm first viola and this guy's second viola and then you went on and then you went and won American Idol <laughs> <laughs> there, me and the guy that were like going back and forth yeah. we were kind of like we didn't practice that much it wasn't like we didn't care too much about it right but we were both pretty good and um, <laughs> we uh, we just would swap back and forth we kind of would do it on purpose sometimes yeah just to you know yeah and there was this girl that sat third and she was like always practicing, <laughs> always trying to I know, win. I know where this is going. Always. And then we would beat her every, every time. single time. And she would be so, she would be like 
outwardly mad at us. <laughs> and because she's just about their knee. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just like, we don't care. Yeah, like, I'm just naturally it. good at this, <laughs> which is so frustrating. Sorry. Yeah. I remember my wife was a, uh, she ran cross country in high school and college. And she had a, a number two runner who was the same way. Just yeah. loved it. Just yeah. worked so hard, so much harder than my wife. Yeah. Who, and she never even came close to her. I mean, it was like. Yeah. It was just the way it is it's sometimes, just man. Life's not fair. It's really not. I think she's a doctor now. Yeah, she's doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> she's doing. <laughs> she took that work ethic. She put all of that energy into something else. And I, I like think that it's you know that. Her. I don't. I couldn't tell you what a single person that I was in orchestra did with I, I, what they're doing now. We like weirdly the people that are from high school. I've weirdly stayed pretty close to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I get, I take that back because I didn't do. I did. Uh, orchestra up through freshman year and then I switched to jazz band. Okay. And then those folks I know a little bit more. Okay. Especially the rhythm section because, you know, we're, we're... You guys are so much cooler than everybody. Well, we would certainly act like it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we were in jazz band. <laughs> so, and we so think true. just because we're doing one Tower of Power song uh, we're, <laughs> yeah. you know, that we're suddenly cool. Yeah. No. We're three nerdy white guys. The orchestra always knows where it stands on the totem pole of coolness. Dead last, right? <laughs> it's so, it's so. It's behind marching band. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely behind the marching band. <laughs> well, yeah. what is the totem pole? Let's hear it. So, because who, who's all of the players in the? There's, I think the drum line. The drum line is always number one. I see. We didn't have drum line in my school, so really? there you go. But it is cool. It's so cool. Nick it, Cannon, he had it. It's yeah, a great movie. There you go. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so drumline is on top. I think so. Yeah, and then I, I think it's all kind of downhill from there. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to think the jazz band's up there, but because we play slightly cooler songs, I would but, think so. But we didn't have a, a ton of different bands. We just had like the orchestra and we the had band. marching band. Okay, yeah, but uh, yeah, no matter what options you have, orchestra's dead last. It's dead last <laughs> for sure. I never felt cool yeah. at all. My I played baseball as well yeah. in, in high school, and my coach would get mad at me because I would miss. I was not good at baseball, <laughs> but I was pretty good at at orchestra, and I would miss games for orchestra or for stuff. orchestra. And my coach would be like, "What are you doing, Chris? Yeah. Like, we have to find somebody else to do yeah. this because <laughs> you have an orchestra concert. Real cool guy." And you're like, "Listen, coach, I'm not that important on the team. I promise you. Yeah. <laughs> you guys might be better off." <laughs> with me not being on the field. So what are the, uh, how old are the kids? Yeah. My son is five. Okay. My daughter's two and another on the way. Oh, sweet, man. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, man. When's that baby coming? Um, actually, the due date is on my son's birthday, July 30th. Okay. So she's got a few months left, about yeah, halfway yeah. through. About halfway. The I was going to ask if they've taken up what their interest as far as sports or music, but pretty young. Maybe the five-year-old? He's... We haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Definitely. I don't think sports are his thing. <laughs> Already. We, yeah. It's bleak early, huh? It's a little bleak, yeah. <laughs> he's he's a really sweet, sensitive kid. What's his name? His name's Oliver. Oliver. And uh, we tried baseball or t-ball, mm -hmm. and he literally would not get out of the dugout. That's a bad start. It's a bad start. Yeah. For <laughs> sure. And I think he would be okay at it because we play in the backyard and stuff. Yeah. But he just, 
he has he had like a really bad crippling um uh fear of getting out out there oh so, just didn't want to get hit by the ball or i don't think he wanted anyone to see him do anything oh interesting he didn't want to do anything in front of a little people. shy very shy yeah he's a lot better now so maybe we'll try something again but yeah um but I, we'll see i think our little girl is definitely the more athletic one okay she is all like we take her to preschool and they're like why are all these bumps and bruises over here like <laughs> are you beating your child and we're like, no, she just jumped <laughs> off the bunk bed. <laughs> she's that. So she's brave and adventurous and yeah. athletic. And yeah, we'll do anything in front of people. She hasn't. She's not shy whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's it's kind of nice to have a little girl that's like that. Right. For sure. Was how was that? You know, because that can be really hard as a parent when your kid is like having like a an emotional traumatic thing. With the five-year-old who like was shy, or were you guys like, oh, whatever, this isn't for him, or because um, you want them to, you want them to do it, yeah, and you want them to push themselves, but yeah. you don't want to over push them either. That it's a it's a fine line, huh? Um, I feel like we we signed up for it, so we were gonna finish it, right? Even if he never played, yeah, or ever did in a bat, yeah, anything, and so we went to every game, we dressed for every game, and he sat in the dugout. Every, Every game. Day. He didn't get out one he, time. He didn't. Nope. Not Did they have time. practices? He would do practice and he would sit on the sidelines. He wouldn't practice either. He wouldn't practice either. Wow. You guys really did stay committed to that. Yeah. Yeah. We really did. <laughs> you did that for a season. <laughs> it was like, I mean, the season is what, like three weeks or yeah. four weeks. It's not super long. Okay. So, um, yeah, we, you know, we've, we definitely have tried to be like, if we sign up for something, we're going to. We're going to stick through it. Right. Even if you don't do it. Yeah. Um, it's and we haven't done it again. <laughs> so we'll but, see. Yeah. I'm like, my son, he's he's a, um, he's a baseball player, and uh, which is what I another thing we have in common. I played uh, pretty mediocrely uh, baseball uh, throughout high school. And, but he is on a losing team right now. Okay. And they, and it's, you know, it's, it's his last year of Little League. So okay. he's a sixth grader. Our kid, oh. uh, yeah, our kids are older, and um, we eleven, nine, and five. So our youngest okay. is five, and he's on a bad team right now. And mm-hmm. it's you tell all your because th- I remember. I mean, I played all different sports growing up. I remember yeah. being on bad teams, and yeah. I know it's good for character, and I can say all those things now. Now, <laughs> yeah. but man, is it hard? Yeah, because they're losing like. 11 to 1 every game. And it's is not he even, good? And he is good. Mm. Like, he'll make all-stars, which yeah. will be, and we're hopefully that'll be good. Because it's not his last year of baseball, but it's his last year of going down to the community Little League field, Rolando Little League, you know, and when they go down. And, and we've been there since, you know, I guess first, second grade. And yeah. it's, it's, you know, there's... It's, there's emotional attachment to this is my little league field. Uh-huh. You know, the kids go, to, even when they don't have practices, they all go watch each other's games. You know, it's very sandlot cool. type thing. And, nice. But yeah, being on the bad team your last year, you're like, oh gosh. I think especially when you're good, you probably yeah. realize it more. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not having any fun losing. No, no. Yeah, yeah he's batting lead off. He's playing well. You know, he's playing catcher. He's like, he's having a good season. It's it's, it's probably his best individual season yet. <laughs> and they'll lose like 11 to 1, and he's yeah. the one. And you're like, oh, gosh. Oh, right. And I don't know. We say it builds character, but does it? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> See, you don't 
<laughs> I have no idea. What what character trait does it build up? I don't know. Uh, being good at losing? Yeah, long-suffering. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. I was on... We... I was on, I was like pretty okay at baseball. I was on uh, like the honorable mention all-star. Oh, yes, yes. I was on those. Yes. Like the, it was like the the conglomeration of parents that thought their kids should be all-stars. So <laughs> they'd make an all-star team <laughs> for those kids. I was on that. Team. You were on the second all-star, the JV all-star yeah, team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some B, the all, all-star <laughs> B team. What's like less than a star? Like it's a... I don't know, all sky team. <laughs> There's the stars, but we're the sky. Yeah, we're yeah. the all sky team. <laughs> That's fine. Well, I, and those are fun years, though. Like, um, the, you know, a five three and the one on the way because yeah. you do start to um, figure out what are their interests and their passions and the things that they're good at. That really starts to happen in kind of like mid elementary school, at yeah. least in our experience. I think so. And he's getting there. I feel like. Um, we're still there's a, we're still figuring out the, our little girl for sure, but he's about to start kindergarten in the fall, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what he, he's he's a really 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 smart kid. Yeah, of course, you know, like he's not he's my my wife is like a genius level, and I'm glad he got that. From yeah, her. and uh, so he's super smart. He's really tactical. He loves to build things. Um, Love it. Yeah. He's really good at that stuff, and so we're trying to we're trying to cultivate that. And maybe mm-hmm. maybe there's a way to, I don't know. There's not a lot of like teams for building Legos. Yeah, but there is. There is Lego. Yeah, there are things. Mm-hmm. But it's just maybe it's definitely not the cool kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, which that's, is cool. I think that that's like the that's what our generation of parents is doing. Is, I think so too, in a really great way. Yeah, is not saying. I mean, listen, like you're a professional musician. I'm a professional comic. Like I can't say don't follow your passions and giftings. Absolutely. You know? like, yeah. <laughs> I can't put them in a box. And yeah. And all this kid, it looks like he's going to do is he might be an introverted engineer who kills it for his whole life. Yeah. He'll be fine. He's going to be absolutely fine. And I will say that all of those fears and anxiety that he used to have, his little sister has, has like completely washed all that away. She oh, has yeah. like brought all that stuff out of him. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. They they're a pretty sweet little team together. Yeah, that's they, really cool. They complement each other really well. Yeah, ours has come to where Joel and Gloria there because they're two and a half years apart, similar. They are best friends and worst enemies. Oh yeah, which maybe that's what you and your brother were. Um, you said you guys more worst enemies than probably best yeah. friends. <laughs> Yeah, he would do, his whole goal in life was to piss me off. Okay. <laughs> like, we would get home, we were latchkey kids. Oh, okay. So, we would, we would come home from school, and we would have hours by ourselves. Yeah. Just at the house. And he would get, run in the house first and lock all the doors so I couldn't get in. <laughs> and this just. the younger brother. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, oh. He's something else. He's mischievous. Yeah, he always was, for sure. <laughs> That's a real punk move. Yeah. All you want to do when you get home is get, just ho- get, get home, get inside, have a bowl of cereal or whatever, you know, you're preparing for yourself. Mostly like a package of Little Debbie's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah some, a good healthy choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get that. I, uh, you know, if you're going to leave your kid alone, that's going to happen. Yeah. So both your parents were working then growing up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, both what, my parents. What did your folks do? My dad 
was like my dad worked at car dealerships doing um kind of working in the service department he was mm-hmm. usually like the manager of the service department okay um he did that for pretty much my whole childhood he doesn't do it anymore um and my mom was she worked at like hospitals okay doing random healthcare stuff okay i don't exactly know what <laughs> she was working for doctors like yeah um in their practices doing a lot of like computer yeah work. you know that your dad would go to car dealerships and your mom would go to <laughs> hospitals yeah and they would do some form of work she they would come home at six or yeah whatever you know <laughs> and that but that's crazy to me i was talking about that the other day because we would walk to school and we walk back and that i can't imagine doing that with my kids now no like our our elementary school for my son is three blocks away from mm-hmm. us I can never imagine me just going, okay, see you later. And then he walks out the door and goes to school. Can you imagine? Not at five. Not at, yeah. And I mean, and, and, and maybe you, later on. Maybe. But I mean, like our kids, are, well, I, I mean, my kid's nine and I walk her to school every day. So, there you go. yeah. Yeah. It, my yeah. parents had to go to work, so they couldn't do that. Yeah. That same. I, I, I remember like, uh, for like, my like uh, I had like a little kid alarm clock because it was like my job. I had to get myself up for school, like in younger elementary school. Yeah, because my dad would work really early. Okay, and he would usually get home around the same time as us. Uh, you know, like two oh, or three. Wow. But he was so yeah. We were. My uncle was in the house, but it was like a formality that he was in the house. Like He's he just was there. He was downstairs, and yeah, he yeah. worked swing shift, so like he was not awake. So I would just set my little. I'm my little kid's alarm clock and just get up and whoa get myself to first grade oh my <laughs> but gosh. i can't imagine i cannot imagine asking that of even my sixth grader right now yeah who like we shake well we my wife get him out of bed and drive him to school because yeah. you know the middle school is always a little further away yeah why is that yeah that's a good point <laughs> like <laughs> ah, they can walk now <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so how long were you guys married before you had kids or uh, let me ask this so yeah because you've been with your wife for a while when did you guys yeah. get married we got married 2009 okay so we've been married 10 years okay so how old were you guys i was 20 how old was i how old am i now uh, <laughs> just, I, I was 23 you're having an existential crisis on yeah. the podcast oh, <laughs> what's happened yeah. with my life <laughs> Is this quarter life crisis? A yeah. Bit um, so you, she, you were 23. She was 22. 22. So young. Yeah. 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 We were yeah, young. yeah. My wife was 20. I was 19. We so. probably would have gotten married before if her, if she like made a pact with her mom that she would finish school first. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably, it was probably good. I, th- I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think this is like, is, it's good to be on a losing team. Yeah, like we just say these things, even though it would have been fine either way. Yeah. It's good to be on a winning team. It's good to be on a bad team. It's okay to get married young. It's okay to wait a little while. I think her parents were probably hoping that I would finish school by that time. Yeah. That still hasn't happened. <laughs> so, well, surely they feel a little better about I it I think now. they're okay about it now. It was hilarious. Like, because they, I remember asking her dad, you know, that, hey, I'm, I'm going to ask your daughter to marry me. Yes. And she was, and he was just like, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> what were you doing at the time? I was playing at a church. Um, You're like a worship pastor. I, I wouldn't, that was not my title. Okay. I was literally <laughs> just playing at a church. Yeah. You really kicked back on that fast. You're like, don't. <laughs> well, there were that there were like worship pastors, yeah. but I was, I was kind of just a person in the band, but I sang a lot. Okay. Um, 
Was that your that was your job? Like that, I made this four hundred dollars a month. Okay, so that was your quote unquote job. Yeah, it was our our um, first rent in our apart like our first apartment that we had was four hundred fifty dollars a month. Where was this at? In Conway, Arkansas. Okay. Um, and so I was pretty proud that I almost covered our rent, <laughs> and my wife was doing really well. What so. is your? Or does she still work? She does. She does different things now, but she, she just goes to a hospital and <laughs> she does, does computer things. She actually is. Um, she runs a couple of businesses at the moment. Oh, she wow. is like a. She, she's. I'm married up yeah. for sure. <laughs> she is. She's always had this entrepreneurial spirit, and so she sells children's books online. She's been doing that for a while, um, and she also is. A uh, she she has started this planning organizational business app, okay, software service thing called Artful Agenda, geared towards women. That's a little more of like a, um, you know, how women have those personal planners. Mm-hmm. So it's that for your phone. That's she amazing. Created that. She just built it. Yeah. She's fantastic. And she writes kids books. She doesn't write them. She oh, just sells them. She sells them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to have her give a pro I was going to have you do a promo but if she didn't write them I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know who writes them. Yeah, so does she work at home or is she going to an office or Yeah, we both work from home. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, so we were we've been we were young when we got married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and the, and so how long after you guys had been married is idle? Uh months. Oh, so yeah, it was fast. Yeah. Uh, so you the <laughs> so you didn't quite have an answer to uh the dad but a couple months later it paid off it did yeah um i remember coming back home and like their whole family was just like a little bit more <laughs> excited to see me <laughs> you know and like okay you know yeah. um, after like the first episode or after no i don't i don't i didn't i actually was kind of quarantined in la like quarantine's probably yeah. the wrong word. No, I'll use that word for LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um my, we were, uh, my we were there. My friend and uh favorite one of my favorite comments, Taylor Tomlinson, she says uh uh LA is um like a concentration camp for people with dreams. Then that's so on the nose. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. You were I, quarantined. Yeah, a little bit. We were we had this house that we were supposed to be in and so this was our first year of marriage, me and my wife. And wow. And I was put into this mansion with all these contestants that I had, didn't know and got to know really well. But she actually couldn't stay in there. So she had to go and stay with like a friend f- that she barely knew from college. What? Yeah. So they. Pu- I, di- I guess I didn't realize that Idol does that. Or do they still? I feel like they do, but it's a little, it's different. I think they Would tried they something. Would they film there too? Like, were they trying to add a reality TV element? They tried to. Yeah. And we, we would like, it would be crazy until they showed up with the cameras and we would completely shut it down. Really? Yeah. We did. We absolutely did it on purpose because we didn't want it to be that. No. We no, didn't no, want no. it to be this like big brother yeah. part of the show. There's too much that we got to worry about anyway. Yeah. So... So it was crazy, and then you got you guys would dial it way down. Oh, the moment that the, that cameras would be in our face, we would like smiles would go away. Yeah, <laughs> crazy stuff would stop. Like happening. I'm just practicing. Yeah, I got a big show music coming over up. Here. It is funny how they did that. Last Comic Standing tried to do that at first too, where they added like the house element, and it was just like 
guys just let them be artists yeah i don't think no one cares again it's probably it's kind of boring it's more boring than you would think <laughs> yeah. yeah it's not oh what if we got a bunch of comics or musicians together <laughs> eh, they probably just hang out you know it's not We're just hanging out eating what what we learn from road rules or any of those type ones is like you should just pick a random six to eight crazy people. Yes, that's who you need on this. One hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of time artists are more balanced than you would think because they have an outlet to their craziness. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I never thought about it like that. Unless until like substances get involved, and now we're insane. But yeah. We had like house moms and things like that. So Did none you? Of, none of that was happening. No, think. that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. A bad look for the show, I suppose. Yeah. That's a pretty family-friendly show. Yeah, I would imagine. Do you... Uh, I, I, I want to get back to family stuff, but just one thing on the idol yeah. stuff. Does it... Um, do you have like a... Because I've had friends who have... Uh, with AGT specifically... Mm-hmm. Like there's kind of a uh, ongoing community type relationship with them. Does that continue with Idol? You know, and I, I would, th- yeah, I, I really do think so. Mm. Um, from the contestants, because we spend a year together, right? Um, kind of again, like quarantined, mm-hmm. and we are we are learning everything about each other, and especially those people I'm really really close with, and even the other people from other contestants from other seasons i've gotten to know really well yeah just because like by proximity mm-hmm. and by random things like we see each other yeah and we're a part of random and you have a shows. really strong connection absolutely to sh- have a share that shared experience and even and even producers and things like that mm-hmm. it was all it was very like familial i would say i love it, that and it was good so that's months into your marriage though so how's <laughs> that going you know, throughout it, because you're not seeing her a lot, and you're, you know, that's it, a that's a tough strain. You're it excited, was. but it's a strain. Well, it was a, uh, it was very interesting. I mean, there's probably a lot to unpack in this, and some that I've haven't unpacked myself. Maybe. Well, here's a good um, platform. <laughs> yeah, right. So she is dealing with. She's probably gets the brunt of it because she's sleeping on a blow up mattress at a friend's Oof. house. And I'm like in this mansion and I'm, I'm kind of stuck in my own little world for whatever. And she's, everything is, you know, for her, I think everything was weighing on week to week Mm -hmm. and she was stressed out like immensely and rightfully so for some reason. And I think this is the only way that I did well on the show was I had, there was like some like blinders on. Hmm nothing else mattered to me and i didn't care what anyone else thought i probably didn't care what she thought i didn't care what friends thought i just was like i'm going to do my thing i'm here for this reason right and and because i think if i would have opened that up and let other people into whatever whatever i was doing i i would have freaked out yeah it was like millions of people. Oh man, looking at me and trying, thinking they know me, and mm-hmm. all that stuff, and 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 criticizing me and loving me, which you know I don't I don't deal with that well either. And Interesting. So, yeah. And so it's uh, I'm, I guess I'm glad that that happened, but I I would say like, peripherally with her we both like to think that our first year of marriage didn't exist. Oh really. <laughs> Yeah, because it was interesting. Not an, uh, We didn't hate each other or anything like that. Like, yeah. We were good to each other, and she was so good for me. Um, 
and always has been always been like a very supportive mm-hmm. um I, I decided to make music forever ago and she was like i'm gonna go along with you and mm. help you out in this like how that's it's beautiful yeah <laughs> and stupid yeah, yeah but it can be both <laughs> but yes i'm so thankful that she and she still does and uh yeah it's it was a it was an interesting time and we and we were moved we moved to LA mm. at that time and we thought that was a good idea we were in hollywood right like we literally moved into an apartment next to the grove <laughs> cuz that's what people told us to do yeah you got to be the grove you got you got to be next to the grove <laughs> that's the spot <laughs> and that's where cbs studios was which is where idol is mm. and we were like we know this area but then we're like no we get there and we're like this is not this is not real life. No, <laughs> not in the least. Yeah. Man, what a crazy first year. Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine. And she's and she's like having to deal and then right after the show, I think the blinders kind of came off mm. and all of everything kind of came in all at once and the stress for me started coming in and so she's having to deal with her own stress stress that she is dealing with and also mine right <laughs> you know yeah and so it was just an it was an interesting time and then sure. do you start touring pretty heavily right away yeah i mean right you gotta th- ride the heat right yeah yeah right after the show i i was going we do the idol tour it's like three months long it's really long and it's stadiums yeah We're playing we like we did this staples center like it's <laughs> does. Like, that's your first tour is doing the Staples Center. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. I, I, d- I don't uh, recommend that for mm. anyone. No, no. <laughs> don't start out that <laughs> don't way. Don't start at Staples. No. Um, if you work up to that, I think it makes... Because I don't even... I didn't appreciate it, you know? I didn't appreciate, like, oh, we're playing the Staples Center. This is super cool. It was like, oh, this is... This didn't, none of it felt real. We're like, oh, we're at Staples Center? Oh, okay. It it wasn't like a it wasn't that it wasn't like a like an uppity thing it mm-hmm. wasn't like oh this is this I don't care about this it just didn't feel none of it felt real you couldn't soak it in no yeah not at all like and it wasn't yeah it was just interesting um, but we we went on the road for three months and I was also on my days off I was flying to different places mm-hmm. to either do interviews or write mm-hmm. or record music to London or to Boston or LA or whatever. So it was crazy, man. So when does it kind of, um, (laughs) this is an interesting way to put it. When does your marriage actually start? You know what I mean? As far as like, Hey, the road stuff is, and then like, what are those? Cause reentry is a really hard thing. And I'm just trying to think of like, okay, all of this, maybe the dust starts to settle. It is. Yeah. And, you know, what does kind of like life look like as soon as maybe some of this heat dies down? You guys. It took a while for it to die down. Yeah. Because it was a lot. It was. Well, yeah, you, it was a huge show. You won the thing. You did great. You know, it's, we did the tour and that was all summer. And then we put out a single and uh, like a, and a record that same year. And it all, and we were working it super hard. Yeah. And we spent like the next year like working it or at least like six months. And I don't, I don't remember it slowing down until we moved back to Arkansas. Okay. Was that an intentional move so that it would slow down? I don't know if that was exactly what we were thinking, but I just, but maybe a little bit. Yeah. 
We moved back into our tiny little apartment. It was good. It was good. It was so good. And it was a decision. Like, we need yeah. to do this type thing. We weren't happy. We weren't happy in L.A. We weren't happy with each other. We weren't happy. I was... I cared too much about, like, what I was doing. Mm. And not so much about what she was doing. Yeah. And it just... We needed... We needed to, like, like, come back to us. Yeah. You know? I love every piece of that move back to Arkansas. It was so good. It's... And, and we, in entertainment... And I think a lot of careers have this, but entertainment is uh, and quote unquote art is unapologetic about it where it's like, no, this is more important yeah. than your family. Yeah. And most, most careers don't say that they just live it. Uh, right. But entertainment, you know, they'll say it. They'll just, mm-hmm. you know, cause we can get so um, high and mighty about being artists as if I don't just go up and tell fart jokes for a half an hour, you know, like, it, you know, it's like, it, I get that. I mean, I still get that way. I'm like, my music is like, that is who I am. Yeah. It's the only part of who I am that yeah. matters. But then I have to realize that it's not. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Because now you, once you do that, you become like a detached human from reality. Yeah. You just live in this weird world of like, and it and it's 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 there, I have too many people relying on me to not yes. do that for that to be my reality. Right. Well, and I think you've probably I maybe maybe I'm wrong on this, but um you know, I'm reminded of uh a few years ago Jim Carrey did a speech at the Golden Globes where he won at, yes. he, he the two-time Golden Globe and he's one time I'll be three-time Golden Globe and then it'll be enough and then I'll be happy. And of course he's saying that just like it's not an. It's never enough. It's not. No. There's no. I find so much more joy and satisfaction in uh in relationships, in my yep. family, and friendships, and kids and stuff than my quote unquote job. Yep. But and 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 those other things. I. But for whatever reason, it's tempting just to be like, no, like you said, your mind goes to that place where you're like, this is my music, this is my world, this is my identity, even though you know better. Even though I know better. Yeah. Even though I have people telling me, like, Chris, this is not the best part of you. Yeah. You are a way better dad than you are a musician. And you're like, okay, well, I know that's good, but it still hurts my feelings. Yeah, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said this to Stevie Ray Vaughan. Nobody said <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But, like, but you're right. I, I don't, I don't feel, um, I feel so much more happier being, like, with my family and yes. being like around them and getting and receiving and giving them love. Mm. And I'm, the other day I'm taking my son to swim practice. And I, I think I was dealing with some of this mm-hmm. stuff at the moment. And all he, he like grabbed my hand because he, hold, like he holds my hand when we're walking through the parking lot. Mm. All he did was like grab my hand. This is like super sentimental. But like he grabbed my it. hand and I just looked at him and I was like, and it like brought it brought me back out of out of my own head and was like okay mm. this is like the this is the this is the thing that matters yes you know yes so. i couldn't agree more and i think that that's the like i guess maybe somewhat on like a spiritual level yeah the way that i i, I consider is like not everybody gets to have a job that they love yeah not everybody gets to pursue music or comedy or art or you know, um, not everybody gets the same opportunities. Yeah. Not everybody has the same abilities. Yeah. Um, circumstances they're born into, which, so someone on a spiritual level, I, I like to think like, 
no, but we all do get the, we all, most of us, I should say, we have an, we all have the same opportunity to be a part of the things that make us the most happy. We all have the same opportunities for joy Mm -hmm. or maximum joy, which is through family, which Mm -hmm. is through friendships, which is through relationships, not through winning American Idol, not through having a hit single, not through being on Comedy Central, not through selling out venues, not through the Staples Center. (laughs) (laughs) So that'd probably be great to get back to. (laughs) If if it happened now, it might be, I would appreciate it way more. Uh, well, I sure appreciate you doing this, man. We yeah, did it. We dude. had time Thank already. You so much. Thank you for doing this. I'm excited to to follow you and uh, follow those kids, and you know, see if uh, see if find something where he gets out of the dugout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll see, man. All right, thanks, Chris. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you have not done so already, please rate and subscribe. Follow us on all the social medias and share with all of your friends. Also, if you want to shoot us a note, uh, you can email us at don'tmakemecomebacktheir at gmail.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and you have not done so already, please go back and listen to all the episodes we've done before. Thanks so much, everybody.